0: Are you a leader or change maker inside of your business, organization, or corporation? Are you looking for new, innovative ways to drive morale through the roof? Are you looking for fun and exciting icebreakers, team-building exercises, and activities that will foster team growth, friendships, loyalty, and completely transform your organization from the inside out? Have you been searching for a fun and unique way to create change instead of the same old dry, boring leadership books and icebreakers that aren't actually working? Hi, I'm Erin Deal business improv edutainer, fail-fluencer, and professional Zombie who is ready to help you improve it. My mission in life is to help you develop teams and leaders through play, improv and experiential learning. In this podcast we will deep dive into professional development, team building, effective communication, networking, presentation skills, leadership training, how to think more quickly on your feet and everything in between. We have helped everyone from Fortune 500 companies to small mom-and-pop shops transform their business, their leadership, and their people through play. So grab your chicken hat. We are about to have some fun. Welcome to Improve It, the podcast. Improve It, peeps Aaron here and my bedroom slippers. I've got my coffee, my water bottle, and I'm ready to talk to you about one of the most important topics. I want to talk to you today about how to use improv to magnetize a culture where all feel seen, heard, and valued. Let me say that again, where all feel seen, heard, and valued. So you know I like to give you a little story, a little storytelling never hurt anyone, right? So I had a very specific period in my career where I did not feel any of those things. I felt unheard. I felt unseen. And I felt like the work that I did did not matter. I was in my mid-20s. I was working at a startup. And let me say this. The story that's about to unfold includes people that I still talk to today and still care about so much. We were opening this new company, and it was coming into North America, and it was, so it, it was in a pre-existing company, but it was launching in the U.S., and there were so many barriers that we had to face every single day. We were very small, skilled super quickly, and in this time frame, I felt very lost in the shuffle. I didn't feel valued. I worked 60 plus hours a week. I got on planes whenever they needed me to. At this time, I was like 26, 27, did not have a family. So I was just going anytime they said go. I actually remember one time it was Halloween. It was a Saturday night. I was at a Halloween party dressed as Amy Winehouse, RIP, okay? And I had on the Amy Winehouse wig, still got the wig. I had on fake tattoos all over my body. And I get a call from my manager who says, I need to be on a plane in the morning to Dallas. We've had something happen in Dallas. We need you to go. So I remember coming home from this party on Saturday night, booking my plane ticket, getting on a plane on a Sunday morning, coming back on a Sunday night from Dallas to Chicago, and starting work at 9 a.m. on Monday. That was the life that I chose. And I'll say this. It was not lucrative. The expectation was that I was always available. Back then, the BlackBerry was the main business tool. Remember those? Mm -hmm. And I used to see that little blinking red light on my nightstand, and my heart would just start palpitating because I knew I had an unread email, and it would just stress me out. And I remember also thinking, how in the world can I become unavailable? What do I have to do? And I'm going to tell you this. This sounds crazy. Type, type 3 Enneagram here. Decided to run a marathon because back then you couldn't really listen to music on your BlackBerry. So no one could get a hold of me for the period of time that I was training. So I ran a marathon because I wanted to become unavailable. I saw the trajectory of people who were in their mid to late 30s having families and not being able to see these new babies that were brought into their lives. And I said, I don't want this. This is not me. Stressed and busy was a badge of honor. Sunday nights were my demise because Monday morning, I had to start all over again. I'll never forget. I made a mistake one time, a big one, and I thought, that's it. My career is over. I remember my husband came home from work. At this time, he was my boyfriend. He lived in a, let's call it 400 on a good day, square foot apartment in Chicago. And I was sitting in his apartment, all of the lights out, drinking a bottle of wine, crying my eyes out in a bag of potato chips because my career was over because of a very small, in hindsight, mistake that I made. I couldn't continue this path. I did not feel the work that I did mattered. I did not feel my suggestions coming to life. I did not feel valued. And then this company, this amazing organization, continued to scale. And I'll never forget this. And this is, this is interesting because I actually really still love the person who came in and I trained. This person was actually a, a level above me and got hired, and uh, I came in and found out that he was taking over my project. I was getting put on another project, and I was supposed to train him, a person with a higher title, higher salary, and I was staying at the same level. It was so interesting. I did not want this to be the trajectory of my life. I saw a future where I had a family, where I had stability, where I was creative, where I made people feel seen and heard and valued. And let me say this this organization was a huge pillar in my career. I still talk to so many of the people within it today. I love them, but this was my experience. This is where I was at. And I'm sharing it with you because I hope. Someone listening today can relate. Maybe this is you. Maybe you feel unseen. Maybe you feel unheard or unvalued right now in your career, where you're at. Or maybe you are a leader and you notice the burnout on your team. You yourself feel depleted, demoralized, and defeated. You give to others all day, and you give nothing in return to yourself. So, you have nothing to give others because the energy you're giving you is not your best. It's this saying of the tea kettle that I'll forever and ever say I did not make it up, but I love it so much. You cannot pour into others' teacups if your tea kettle is not full. So, you are not attracting anything into your life. Because your own tea kettle, your own energy source is low. How can you create a culture where others want to show up if you don't want to show up yourself? Let me say that again. How can you create a culture where others want to show up if you don't want to show up for yourself? So, back to this story, in my mid 20s, I did a ton of soul searching. And I decided to leave this job, and that was a very hard decision. I had some of the best friends, and I still talk to them today. One of the most amazing office managers in the world who was one of my dearest friends. Through a French fry buffet goodbye party for me. Uh-huh. You heard that right. So that's where I felt seen. They knew I loved French fries. No, it was amazing. And I knew I was a great part of the culture. I knew that my voice did get heard. But as the company continued to scale and grow, that voice became more and more muffled and I became more and more frustrated. I decided I was going to go back to grad school. I was going to become a speech pathologist, plot Twist, I didn't. But when I decided to tell the senior leaders in the organization I was leaving, they begged me to stay. They gave me the raise and the title change that I had been asking for. But honestly, it was too little, too late. I was burned. My motivation, my will to succeed was gone. And I knew I had value to bring the world. But that particular spot in the world was not for me. I wanted to create a world where people felt seen, heard, and valued. Like they wore a sign around their neck that said, make me feel important. I love that cheesy quote. I'll never stop loving it. I don't care. It is literally one of my favorite quotes in the whole world because I want to feel that way myself and I want to give that energy to others. So I found a job and you have, if you've listened to the show, you can check episode, oh, let me find it. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes for you, but there's a fantastic episode with my boss, my former boss at the recruiting firm I went to next and she showed me how to make everybody around you feel just that. She literally was the best mentor and is still one of my greatest friends today. And that in that space, when I found that recruiting job, thought I was going back to school, is where the idea for Improve It got started. And in that creation of Improve It, we created a world where all, regardless of race, gender, ethnicity, can coexist and thrive, and where we attract people whose values align with ours. And we help them create and implement change within their own organizations. So, big news, improve it, peeps, after eight years of building this business, eight years of facilitating with the most hilarious, amazing, and creative genius improvisers in the entire world. I, Erin E. am stepping out and doing keynotes on my own. We'll talk about the imposter syndrome in a whole other episode, but that was real. That was <laughs> real. We have created a fantastic keynote for organizations called I See You. The you, fun fact, is shaped like the magnet you. And it's all about how to use improv to magnetize a culture where all feel seen, heard, and valued. Just like what you're listening to today, the title of this show, that is the title of this keynote that we are bringing to organizations, associations, conferences, nationally, and globally. So, Oh my gosh, this thing is jam-packed and I'm going to give you some tangibles today, but I just want to share high level with you what this keynote is all about. So we talk first and foremost about putting your energy in, starting your day with power, putting energy into you and what that does, not only for your own psyche, but how that allows you to put energy out to others. So we'll discover your own power within and how to harness it on a daily basis. And then we'll talk about energy out. So how you can use improv to be a more empathetic leader. We'll demonstrate the power of empathy and how to use it as a leadership tool. We'll also talk about how your energy out equals a magnetic culture where all feel seen, heard, and valued and will allow you to measure your energetic levels using something we call the high five vibes and learn that when your team feels recognized, they feel supported and encouraged using this empathy, that absenteeism is low and productivity and profitability are high. Now, I want you to expect this to be fun because duh, interactive, and laughter field, okay? And we're going to use movement to start a movement of laughter, levity, and positivity. As you know, people don't leave jobs. They leave leaders. And this is the harsh truth, when leaders are the single most important factor in accounting for an organization's performance. So is there a magical pill that can keep employees engaged, Retain and even assist in attracting top talent. Yes, my friends, that mystical medicine is you. So I am going to help you attract and magnetize a force field of energy that will awaken your mind, your body, and your soul. And speaking of souls, make sure to wear comfortable shoes and be prepared to walk a mile in somebody else's. Okay, you're not going to switch shoes, but I do want you to know that you will be thinking very quickly on your feet. So this is an extremely interactive keynote that even includes the use of audience props that infuses play, improv, and experiential learning. I'm going to link to this keynote, and you can find out all the things I just mentioned here on a page on our website if you want to learn more. Also know that all participants who are a part of this session get what we call our Magnetic Manual, which is, as you can imagine, fun, interactive, but takes what we've done in a session and allows people to really process it after. So I really want you to think about how you can start implementing these ideas and fundamentals into your own life. So We've got this idea of energy in, and I'm going to share with you. I don't want to give away all the goods. I want you to see the keynote at some point. Hopefully, we'll do a public session soon so you can come, you can witness it, and see for yourself how amazing the healing powers of improv are. But we have some shows, if you haven't listened to them here on the pod, that talk about these fundamentals. So if you want more ideas on how to start your day with more energy, I want you to go to Sode 17 of this show. Morning Mindfulness Practice for a Mission-Driven Leaders. Morning Mindfulness Practice for Mission-Driven Leaders. That's Sode 17. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. And then if you are looking for more ways to become a more empathetic leader, Episode 101, The Rise of the Empathetic Leader with Career Development Visionary Ryan McCrae. He's got some very tangible steps for you. And I'm talking about tangible. Have a pencil, have a pen, have a notebook. You're going to want to write down some notes. So episode 101, The Rise of the Empathetic Leader with Career Development Visionary Ryan McRae. And if you want to experience a magnetic culture where yes and is the norm, and if you don't know what yes and is, let me just share this with you. It is the most magical teaching tool that I could possibly give you to allow everyone in your organization to feel like their voice matters. A fantastic episode and a very tangible case study that we have from one of our clients is episode 96 of this show with Kelly Scullen, And Kelly is... One of the most amazing HR professionals I know, but this episode is called How American Marketing Association Created a Company Culture Centered Around Yes, And. This is literally one of the values of American Marketing Association. We helped them create it. We've been working with them for years. So check that out. Episode 96, How American Marketing Association Created a Company Culture Centered Around Yes, And. Here's one tangible that if you don't feel like going to all three of these shows or you don't have time right now and you want to take away in this moment, I'm going to give it to you. It is this acronym WAIT. And I did not come up with this. This is an acronym that I received from one of my coaches, Gabby Bernstein, and it stands for Why Am I Talking? A lot of the times as leaders, we feel like we have to have all of the answers. We need to be prepared to just give solutions. When the solutions really lie within each individual on your team, and if you can allow them to work through them and ask probing questions to arrive at the answers that they already know exist, you are allowing them to feel seen, heard, and valued. So. I gave you lots of info in today's show and things that I want you to click on and go to. So I know there's lots of calls to action. But I just want to come back to this fundamental of this keynote, I see you. This was an idea that came to me after doing almost 120, I don't even know in this episode here, 123 episodes of this show. When I look back on the themes, when I look back on the amazing guests we've had, when I look back on things that you have loved and prove it, peeps, it is this theme of belonging. It is this theme of every single person having a seat at the table. It is this theme of lifting up others, adjusting their crowns. It is this theme of making every single person feel like they matter. And improv is the only teaching tool that I know that allows people to experience what that feels like. And that's why I See You, the keynote, was created. Because it is not a show. It is a show and tell. It is a give and take. It is a edutainment experience. It is an opportunity for your team to feel what it feels like, to actually see the people on their teams, to see their families and friends, but to most importantly, see themselves. So I want you to take a look at these three episodes I gave you all about putting the energy in so you can put the energy out so you can magnetize a culture where all feel seen, heard, and valued. Then after you listen to these, I want you to tell a friend or look at the keynote page and send today's episode to somebody who you think would benefit from having this conversation in their organization. I'm asking you to improve it, peeps, because I need your help. We're going to do a whole episode on imposter syndrome later, so don't you worry. But I'm going to be honest with you. This is a new venture for us. It's a new venture for me personally. It has not come without some trepidation on my part because I'm doing this without the support of my team by my side. And I've been doing keynotes for a while, so this is not super new. But this is something that I know can change the trajectory of a room. I know it can change the trajectory of a team and it can ultimately change the trajectory of an organization. So back to this story that I had in my mid-20s, I ended up leaving that job, as you know, where I felt unseen. And because I left that job, I was able to see what great leadership looks and feels like. And I was able to step into that leadership role myself. But let me just focus on one of the fundamentals of what I just said. I had to leave. I had to leave to find that. So if you don't want turnover within your organization, create a space we all feel seen, heard and valued. And I'll say this, I have made many a mistake as a leader. But the one thing I know for sure is that the energy that you put in and you give to yourself is a direct correlation of what you give to others. And what you give to others defines your culture. It defines your character, and it is your business card. Take the title off the card. The energy that you give is your business card. So let's allow others to see the good in themselves. I see you. Improve it, peeps. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so glad that you show up here week after week, and you put this time and investment into yourself to become the best leader that you can be. And you know what I'm going to say. Keep failing. Keep improving. Because this world needs that special it that only you can bring. I'll see you next week. Hey, friends. Thanks for tuning in to Improve It. I am so happy you were along for the ride. If you enjoyed this show, head on over to iTunes to leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Now, if you're really feeling today's show and you've improved it even just a little bit, please take a screenshot and tag me at Keeping It Real Deal on Instagram and share it in your stories. I'll see you next week. I want to leave you with this thought. What did you improve today and how will that help your future successful self? Think about it. I am rooting for you and the world needs that special it that only you can bring. See you next time.